Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Yes, sir. Live from the Geico Studios as we just watched the Lakers close out the Miami Heat. No better way to put it. A game that was a lot closer than anybody expected. I thought this was going to be a big Laker runaway. Understanding they let game three slip away. 
it's not always pretty. It's not always how you draw it up. Sometimes it's LeBron James from the free throw line. Sometimes it's Anthony Davis with a huge three and a huge block in the final minute that's given the Lakers one game away from the NBA title. And we're going to get to Ryan Hollins, who's joining us in a second. But I just got to say this, Mike. At the end of his career, LeBron James is not going to have many regrets. Right? He's got a career that, that you know, greater than just about anybody. You're talking about all the finals he's been to, the championships and all this stuff. But I guarantee he'll sit and go, man, if I had AD my whole career, I'd have 12 championships. I Really, I'd have 12 or maybe 14 champ. The way they have played together in just one year with LeBron at 35 and, and AD playing like this, he would say, I, I, I'd win almost every year. It, I would, it would be like the, like the Bulls, except there would be no time in between when Jordan retired. We would just win every single year in the NBA. Well, it was a good, mm. good effort to uh, get yourself out of New Orleans and get to where you want to go. Not often you get to get yourself traded to your destination. Normally it's like, ah, we're going to send you where we want to. Uh, and, and away. now he gets to come to Los Angeles, and here we go. Laker fans are already going through and finding whatever other pieces of memorabilia haven't already been affixed to their cars or front doors. Uh, and the flags are flying high, just one win away. Now you get a couple of days off, get to rest a little bit, and then we'll have it as a big Friday night affair, uh, Game 5. Remember, Tyler Hero hit that three-pointer at the end, though, Smith. So mm-hmm. people that were still betting on your heat, Mm-hmm. They got it done. <laughs> so my heat at least came through for the gambling public. See, I'm, I'm here for you. Joining us now on the hotline, 10 years in the NBA. You see him on Fox Sports 1 on ESPN. Also the opinionated Seven Footers podcast, which is a ton of fun. Although it's only allowed people on this who are seven feet or taller. So that kind of limits the guests they have. Yeah, It's longtime friend of the show, Ryan Hollins. He is on Twitter at the Ryan Hollins. What's happening, dog? How are you, man? What is going on, guys? That is, that is absolutely false. We take people six feet and under also. <laughs> no, you, can, you can't call it the Opinionated 7-Footers podcast, then, if you have people under well, seven about feet them, on though. the show. No, just the hosts. Just the hosts are really tall. Just the hosts. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hell of a short substitution list when one of you guys takes a day off, though. Oh, my God. Hey, could, does somebody have Mark Eaton's phone number? We got to get him on. We're running out of guests now. Can we, can we call him up? <laughs> Yeah, we, uh, you, you, slim pickings, man. There's a lot of six ten, six elevens out there too. <laughs> Listen, can you go seven feet if we did the show in sneakers? We have to measure you before you come on the air. If we put we lifts may, in your shoes, <laughs> we might make it a make an exception for 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 the sneaker height. All right, very good. Uh, hey, so what's your takeaway? You watched the Lakers close us out. We talked about AD and, and, and what he's been able to do. Not bad for a guy, uh, Ryan Hollins, who, I, I mean, I was told this many times. He doesn't show up in the fourth quarter of games. I mean, I was told this all the time. To me, this is all about LeBron James. LeBron James has instilled confidence in Anthony Davis from day one. He, he's brought him along. He's taken him under his wing. Uh, this is the project that you would have liked to see uh, between he and Kyrie Irving, but Life is life, and it didn't work out. But Anthony Davis has been ready and willing. And, you know, jokingly, we can say it started all with Taco Tuesday, right? But uh, (laughs) ultimately, Anthony Davis uh, was willing to understand that in his game, he had to find ways to finish games, how to be effective, uh, how to make it out of the second round of the playoffs. And it's it's not a knock to Anthony Davis, but you got to have someone show you the way. Dwayne Wade did that for LeBron James. Eric Spolstra, Pat Riley did that for LeBron James as they play against the Miami Heat, uh, ironically. So 
I, I mean, you have to take your hat off to Anthony Davis, as great of a player and as amazing of a player as he is, to sit there and learn from the great LeBron James. And LeBron soaks it up. LeBron, you're getting the best out of LeBron because you have a young bull in AD who's ready to sit back and listen and learn to everything that he's saying. So those two are at peace with each other. You know, LeBron, uh, jokingly in my mind, it's not from LeBron's mouth, uh, re- replied to uh, Kyrie Irving's shot that was at him but was not directly at him and said, we're not jealous of each other. You know, and, and that's the truth of the matter. It's a great uh, synergy there between LeBron and AD. All right, to that that end, watching this game as it flowed, I don't know that I've seen more guys fly to the deck uh, outside of a full WrestleMania card. Uh, this, this got physical, and then uh, I think flopping has come back in a big fashion in these last couple of rounds. That's Miami Heat basketball, and the one thing they're going to hang their hat on in each and every round is they're going to be chippy, they're going to play hard. I thought in games one and two, the Miami Heat were not the Miami Heat that we're used to seeing. Uh, and the Lakers are a bigger, stronger team that they had seen at any round with JaVale McGee, Dwight Howard, LeBron, AD, all those guys up front. They were they were knocking the crap out of Miami, but Miami came back and battled. And when you got a guy like Bam Adebayo coming back in the lineup and, and, and Goran Dragic, who has no business even playing, he should be listed as done for the season and trying to be a game-time decision, um, ultimately it inspires your team to come out and play and grind. Think about it, guys. That's how Miami knocked off Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis Antetokounmpo couldn't even finish the series the Miami Heat were uh, beating him up so much. Then you had a dogfight with the Boston Celtics, who are no punk. So, man, you got to really take your hat off to this Heat team. That's why they have overachieved. That's Pat Riley basketball at its finest. And no better of a leader than you can get it done with uh, than, than Jimmy Butler. I mean, Jimmy Butler on the, on, on the tough list that we have, like, if we had, like, a tough top five, uh, he, he, he's right up there with uh, Dwayne Wade. Now, he clearly does not have the accolades, but we're just talking toughness. Jimmy Butler is, is, is as tough as they come, man. See, there's a whole segment on the next uh, Opinionated 7-Footers podcast. There you go. Top five <laughs> tough guys in the game right now. Let's he's go. Gonna, he's just going to take what he said. He's going to say, hey, guys, can you send me that segment so I can put it on and make it into the podcast? He's gonna say, you guys know that. me. You know me too well now. You know me too well. Come on. It's great conversation. Absolutely. <laughs> Hey, is this a different series if the Heat are healthy all the way through? Or are we still here, Lakers 3-1, you know, if Adebayo's healthy all the way through, if Goran Dragic is healthy all the way through, or we're still here, Lakers 3-1? No, I, I mean, maybe, you know, maybe 2-2, but I, maybe the series gets extended out of game or, or so, but, you know, this is still a very young Heat team. You know, even even Jimmy Butler had to realize that, you know, hey, the team basketball was good to get to the NBA Finals, but ultimately I need to go from being a star to a superstar. Yes, Jimmy Butler uh, was a superstar tonight, and he was a superstar the other night with a 40-point historical triple-double. That's the stars come out and play, especially in the NBA Finals. He's the only guy at this level for their team that can get their, get his shot off. But all those guys from the Heat are, are still listening and growing and learning. If I'm not mistaken, I don't think other than Adonis Haslam, there's not a Heat member who has played in an NBA Finals. So hats off and kudos to Spo and them boys for what they've done over there. But I think the record would show itself because LeBron James, his leadership has shown he's bringing uh, younger Anthony Davis along KCP. Uh, Danny Green obviously has experience. He was solid tonight. And because LeBron showed up to play, those role players are going to find a way to be better. And they were as a whole. And Anthony Davis had a big dagger three. 
you get 15 points from KCP, huge first quarter, and then he helped close things out. Uh, you mentioned AD with the three. He had the block of Jimmy Butler. Not that he was dominant offensively, but still finishes with 22-9, and nine, uh, which begs the question. I think Smith and I are both in agreement. You, you've talked about LeBron James and bringing AD along. I'm wondering if he also doesn't have to hand the uh, finals MVP trophy over to Anthony Davis as well. I, w- I wouldn't say so. You know, the one thing about AD, you've seen inconsistencies. Even even a, a bad LeBron James game is 20, 27 points, eight rebounds, eight assists. You know, uh, his, his impact, we can't say enough about it, and he really feels Anthony Davis. Now, Anthony Davis is the do-it-all. He's the, he's the Swiss Army Knight. He's the compliment at this small forward, power forward, center spot, whatever you want to call him. He gives you what you need. But ultimately, this is all about LeBron James. LeBron James creates the action. Uh, he's the matchup nightmare, and then he slides over in the fourth quarter and gets a piece of Jimmy Butler. So uh, we, we, we can, you, you don't always see guys, and this maybe is a debate for another day, why LeBron is my greatest player of all time, because he makes a lot of selfless stats. And no knock to Jordan or his dominance. You love seeing a guy who scores the darn basketball, hits clutch baskets and, and, and dunks and, and flies through the air in Michael Jordan. Nobody appreciates assists. When they talk about the GOAT conversation, they're not going to talk about, man, look at that the kick-ahead pass that LeBron James made. Or, or, or look at when LeBron <laughs> looked off the, the, the center in the bottom and hit the guy in the corner. Like, like, you don't appreciate those things that he does. But it absolutely falls in line with him being finals MVP, even though Anthony Davis has been absolutely spectacular outside of the last game. Well, let, let, let me flip it on you here, Ryan Holland. Ryan Holland's with us here, the Jason Smiths with Mike Harmon. You have the big shots he has made. You have the big stat lines he's put up. You have what he's done offensively. But you want to talk about things he hasn't done, what the Lakers can do defensively because of him throughout the game, not just in the final couple minutes, but you saw it the way he can affect the game defensively. I mean, that's something that, that people aren't paying attention to, but you saw the Heat the final three and a half minutes. What could they do? They, had it, they found it really difficult sledding, and AD is that guy. I mean, look, LeBron, he gets the lockdown D, and as you mentioned, yes, in the fourth quarter, he'll play that situational defense, but Anthony Davis defensively, even though he doesn't get credit for it, I mean, it's huge what they can do at the end of games. They can close out games because of him so many different ways, and that's why I'm kind of like, if I'm, if I'm splitting hairs between LeBron and AD, I'm going to go AD. Oh, I, as far as finals, I mean, like I said, that that's tough. You know, AD isn't a guy who necessarily is going to create his own shot, but uh, he is absolutely dynamic defensively. And, guys, I'll be honest, I, I would have been mad either way if it was Giannis or AD that ended up getting defensive player of the year. Uh, if you want to say one thing that AD may be lacking in defensively is on-the-ball defense. You know, he's still slider frame, but off the ball, he's absolutely one of the greatest things that we have ever seen because his ability to cover ground and, guys, might I add, he's got a 7-7 wingspan. So, I mean, he, he, he is dynamic. And he can fit so so many different roles, and 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 I bring it up because it's 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 intriguing because Anthony Davis he's he's more of the Scotty Pippen type, and I don't take that as a knock because he does everything well. There's so many little things that he does, but keep in mind LeBron James is still that closer, you know. But you know I I do take my hat off to the series that AD does, and whenever you look at his stat lines because of what you mentioned mentioned how versatile he is. I mean tonight 22 points, nine rebounds, four assists. One steal, four blocks. That's ridiculous. You're stat stuffing in the NBA Finals, you know, but that's a normal stat line for AD. And normally, you know, maybe he's in the 35 
uh, 40, 40 range and 15 rebounds, but, you know, big-time performances. And keep in mind, like I said earlier, this is this kid's first time in the NBA Finals. How about we show some love to uh, Frank Vogel? Because it's been all about the players, but the fact that he set this thing up and defensively they bought in, and we never had to look at Jason Kidd really at all. Remember before the season? Like mm-hmm. he was going to be, uh, you know, Julius Caesar getting taken out. <laughs> the way that was described of Jason Kidd lurking in the background. But he's a non-factor. Frank Vogel, perhaps, uh, you know, the underrated coach and guy that brought this all together. Let's, let's, let's first off, let's take off a, a big, our hats off to Frank Vogel. And I was among the uh, the many that were skeptical of the hire early on. I didn't know if he was a puppet. It was, like you said, Jason Kidd show uh, to have. But he, he, he showed the Lakers something that they hadn't seen in a very, very long time. I'm talking about the D word, guys. Uh, defense. Um, this team, he got them to buy in, and it started with LeBron James. Uh, think about that, that closing possession where he was sliding his feet guarding Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Uh, LeBron James was taking charges early in the game. We saw him guarding Jimmy Butler. This is a team that, you know, as a player, we think we're this offensive juggernaut. They are not, the Lakers are not that good offensively, and we saw it when they came in and entered the bubble. It's their defense that we saw tonight. Now, can they get out and run in transition? They're good in a healthy, skeletal game. But in the half court, this is a team that's not that good. They're very, very LeBron-centric. But tonight and through these playoffs, it's their defense that put them through, inserting uh, Dwight Howard, even even Dwight Howard at a if we're going to grade him at a at a at a, at a B minus C plus version of himself, the defensive player of the year, Dwight Howard has made an incredible impact. You have AD, and then you got LeBron James, and you're playing this big lineup, and you trusted KCP, who a lot of people were mocking earlier in the season. But defensively, the efficiency and effort that these guys have put out. They're going to be NBA champs. So hats off to Frank Vogel for what he's done and Frank Vogel for also understanding, guys, we got LeBron. We're going to be okay offensively. Maybe we're not amazing, but we're going to be okay. But we got to defend enough and even bigger, guys. And this was my question that Frank Vogel answered with flying covers. Colors, can you get LeBron James to buy in? Yes, he has. And now you see the rewards. Hey, uh, Ryan, lastly, when we look at what they've been able to accomplish here, now the Lakers on the cusp, but they got to win one more game. But, you know, so much we spend about the duo of LeBron and AD and saying, hey, they're among the all-time greats already. And you realize the heady comparison you're talking about, Magic and Kareem and Michael and Scotty. Uh, is it too much to say they're one of the greatest d- duos of all time or do they deserve their place up there with everybody else? Well, when you talk about one of the greatest duos of all time, you got to be able to put a Anthony Davis on 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 that on that platform on that on the big you know goat the goat conversation. He's not there yet. This is one NBA Finals, and obviously we know that that a lot of this hinges on LeBron James. Even though I know you you don't want to hear, it. Mike. I know you're not necessarily rolling with that. Uh, but when you think of when you think <laughs> of Kobe and Shaq, we think of the longevity in the Hall of Fame, uh, greatest of all time, greatest of, you know, type of careers that those two have had. You think of Michael and Scotty. You know, Scotty's a top 50 player of all time. You know, Anthony Davis has to keep climbing in. And when you really make your money, it's in the postseason. That's why we like James Harden, but we don't talk about James Harden uh, the same way as we we talk about other guys. That's why we like Chris Paul. But Chris Paul, without a championship, we're not going to talk about him the same game. That's, that's why we like Giannis. But we're not going to talk about Giannis uh, with the rest of, 
of Le- LeBron and, and Kevin Durant and, and Steph Curry and Klay Thompson and those guys because the championship is in a way. So uh, it, to answer your question and come full circle, Anthony Davis continues putting out these performances in the NBA Finals. We're going to talk about this duo as one of the better that we have ever seen. And we'll see how much he has left in his career. But, I mean, honestly, Anthony Davis is a special guy. He's a special company that we're talking about right now. He's only 6'10", but they will make room for him on the 7-Footer podcast, I am sure. <laughs> yes, um, we would. <laughs> on Twitter, we at The Ryan the name. <laughs> uh, On Twitter, at The Ryan Hollins. That's at The Ryan Hollins. You can check out the Opinionated 7-Footers podcast on YouTube. You can check it out there also on the front of his Twitter page. As always, man, appreciate it, bud. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much. All right, guys. See you, Ryan. Great stuff there from Ryan Hollins. And I mean, seriously, just really quick, because we'll have more of this coming up, is that, yeah, you look at what Michael and Scotty were able to do. Okay, six championships and, and, and Kareem and Magic and, and Stockton Malone, all of this. But you just think of what LeBron and AD have done in one season in a situation in which the entire season was flo- was thrown into flux and chaos because we're stopping the season, we're starting it again in the summer, we're playing through, there's no home court, there's no anything, we're doing it in a bubble. And to be able to play this way and, and to be able to play this well together so quickly, uh, yeah, I, I think you can already put them on that list. I, mean, I, I think it's crazy to say, oh, well, they're ahead of Michael and Scott. But right up there when you talk about greatest duos, this is just one year for these guys. It's just one year for them, and AD still has more to get to, and LeBron has more control to cede to Anthony Davis as he gets older. Uh, I, I mean, I, 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 I think this absolutely that you can talk about them being up, being up at that level. Yeah, I think you've got the, the nice start, and now it becomes, well, if LeBron's willing to give and buy in, as we talked about with the Vogel system, and seeds some of that and says all the po- the best possible things he can uh, at every turn about AD and no jealousy and giving back and forth. And, I mean, AD waited for him to finish his postgame press conference so they could do their little handshake uh, thing. I got to, we got to, we got to start implementing that around the offices. I'll put that on Bursch and Tyshirt <laughs> to do that. Everybody's got to have uh, a specified handshake for each person you meet. Cause that's evidently what the, the thing is. Uh, but to quickly, the, just the idea of the evolution of LeBron to next, right? And we could talk to Ryan about all that stuff for another three hours. That's that's a long time. Uh, we've got plenty of time to do it. But uh, the first step is just about there. One more win, uh, and the car flags will be flying all over Los Angeles. And I can't wait to see some of the old retro jerseys that find their way out of closets. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. Coming up next, we'll have more on this game, including we've talked a lot about AD. Something on LeBron James you're going to take with you and and pass it off as your own tomorrow, and that's absolutely fine. Plus, something insane is happening right now between the Padres and the Dodgers, and we'll get to it coming up next right here on Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. 
That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. You can have all the other guitars. Give me Eddie Van Halen. Rest in peace. 65 years old. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. And, you know, tonight's been a, a night where, you know, look, we're, we're talking about the excitement of the NBA Finals. We have some crazy-ass stuff in Major League Baseball to get to in a second. But, you know, the, the death of Eddie Van Halen has been so shocking for so many of us. And it's, you know, you, I'm seeing everybody wearing their Van Halen shirts today and listening as I'm driving in the car. And, and that's one of those things that, Mike was a real big deal to me today was, you know, as soon as I got in going to run errands, going to pick up lunch, first thing I'm doing is putting in my Van Halen songs and listening to what I want to hear. And I'll stop at a light and I'll, I'll, I'll I turn the, the, the volume down because uh, I had to make a call and I hear another 
a car that's that's two cars over is playing one of the songs really loud and then coming the other way is another car playing one of the Van Halen songs really loud. It's like everybody was dealing with the news at the same time and we're doing it the same way by being pissed off and driving around and saying blank you 2020 and I'm just going to put in Van Halen and play it as loud as I possibly can, which is what I did today driving down the road. I'm listening to little guitars and I'm screaming out as I'm trying not to cry because I'm like Eddie Van Halen, he was he was ever Everything. He was the best. He was rock and roll. He was the 80s and the 90s, and he was everything. He was a rock god, and there's not many rock gods. Mm. Well, that's the, the appreciation factor. I did this a few years ago, started wherever there were tours that I could make uh, for all those artists that I grew up with listening uh, with my dad on his vinyls. And whatever eight tracks had made their way into the home for some reason, uh, that he, we we tried to get out, and I've introduced that to my daughters. And once we can get back to live events, damn it, uh, there's still a couple on the list that hopefully they get back out on the road and can rally. Unfortunately, Van Halen's not in any of its iterations. I wasn't able to do that live, but the music lives on. All those connections, everybody with a story to tell of favorite songs, favorite albums. You know, which ones you I look at uh, the for unlawful carnal knowledge. I listened to it twice and I gave it away. <laughs> I, I was just calling it what it is. There were a couple of songs that hit. I'm like, all right, these are going to be on the radio for the rest of my life. Uh, the rest of this. Nah. Uh, here you go. So uh, pay it forward. So those kind of things. But, you know, it's a band I didn't get to see live. And, you know, it's the regret. But I'm also a one that once you get about halfway through the three minute solo, or eight minutes solo as it became in live action. Uh, I want another song. Those are songs you're taking away from me at some point. So <laughs> you got that rolling for you too. Uh, it's it's also interesting. Uh, the other they've, they've had these two and a half men marathons that occasionally I stumble upon. And mm-hmm. there was an episode with Eddie Van Halen just the other day. I'm like, hey, there you go. I wonder how he's doing. Well, yeah. uh, rest in peace. And everybody take the, the good memories, the good music, and where you can grab some of those, please do. Make sure uh, you share those moments and, and try to grab them uh, as they become available to you once again as we open things up. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. Now, before we get back into the NBA Finals, we just have to say this. This is I've never seen a baseball game like this, and I always go back, and I've said this so many times on the show. One of the most true things I've ever heard about baseball is, is from a great baseball analyst writer, Jason Stark, who used to be on my show all the time on ESPN. He's come on with us a couple of times here. He says baseball, he always says baseball's been around for well over 100 years and still being around for 100 years there's a few times a year where you say oh man i've never seen that before and that is that is the thing about baseball how long it's been around for you're like 150 years now you still say i have never seen that before just to tell you what's happening right now padres and the dodgers are tied at one in the bottom of the sixth inning now, just like in Shrek, when you peel a layer of onions, I've got layers, like an onion has layers. This game has so many layers to it. Mike Clevenger leaves the game. He couldn't pitch. He was questionable for this series anyway with an injury. He tried to gut it out. He couldn't go. He comes out after just one inning. Well, the Padres have gone through five more relievers, and one thing has been constant. They can't throw strikes. Padres pitchers have now thrown 129 pitches on the night. 64 of them 
have been for strikes. This means they've had 64 strikes and 65 balls. Struggling. That's the Padres, right? 64 strikes and 65 balls. And yet it's only 1-1. Why? Because the Dodgers just got their first hit of the game. Mookie Betts gets the first hit for the Dodgers. As they have runners at second and third in the bottom of the sixth inning, the Dodgers have nine walks. Nine and they only have one run. I've never seen a game like this. I've never seen a game like this. That many strikes, I mean, that many pitches and more balls than strikes, and still the Dodgers only have one run? I mean, I get if you're the Padres, you're thinking, boy, we've been playing with fire for a long time. But it's also, if you're the, if you're the Padres, you're going, well, they haven't capitalized yet, but eventually we're going to hit the baseball, right? I mean, Walker Bueller's out of the game. Uh, we made him throw 100 pitches in four innings. So, hey, we're into their bullpen now, and who knows what could happen. But, I, again, I've never seen a game like this with what we've seen so far. It's crazy. Stop swinging for the downs. Hit the ball to the gaps. Take advantage of the big ballpark. Everybody's trying to, to jerk the ball out of there. It's it's a big stadium. That is not a bandbox. And so you got a lot of fly ball outs. Like just stop and be patient uh, at the plate. Uh, the those that weren't fully engrossed in the Lakers heat game uh, in terms of folks in, in my social media sphere and, and friends texting me going, would they stop swinging for looking for the big home run? Get them on, get them over, get them in. Don't give these guys a breath of life. They're struggling on the mound. Clevenger only got 24 pitches in. Like you said, three walks, gone. Uh, And now Jace Tingler gets himself thrown out. Uh, I really, I I can read lips pretty well. I can't say any of it here on the radio. Uh, So Skip Schumacher uh, takes over uh, in the Padres' dugout, but uh, Richards is gone. You're going reliever after reliever, trying to do whatever you can in what is a mutant, unplanned bullpen game. I I guess when you announced Clevenger, you had some idea that it could take this turn, uh, but you're hoping for the best. And, look, you're a ton of ton of balls Make them make the pitch. You know, it's it's old strategy. I, I know everybody wants the home run, right? Three straight, three outcome at bats. You know what? Let that third outcome actually come to fruition. Nine walks drawn in the game thus far. I mean, so far the best pitcher for the Padres tonight when it comes to throwing strikes uh, was Richards, who just came in and pitched two-thirds of an inning. Okay, so Garrett Richard comes in two thirds of an inning, fourteen strikes and thirteen balls. Like that that's the that's the best we've seen so far. Because yeah, you got I mean, Adams was was, you know, fifty <laughs> percent, but he only pitched a third of an inning. Yeah, he only threw ten pitches. <laughs> You're talking about a guy who's actually in there. I mean, look look at these other I mean, Weathers was sixteen strikes and fourteen balls, and Johnson was ten strikes and nine balls. Clevenger was ten strikes and fourteen balls. I mean it's it's I, no matter who the Padres bring in, nobody can throw strikes. It doesn't it's not like one guy's got to – no, 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 a couple of guys. No, no, nobody can throw strikes nobody can throw strikes Dodgers have nine walks and just one run I don't understand baseball is one of those games where you see this and I go yeah I don't understand why I I, I, I don't understand it's I, I don't get it 
Oh, uh, Dodgers just put the go-ahead run on the board. They now lead it 2-1 to one as they bat in the bottom of the sixth inning. Corey Seager uh, bringing a run in there. So now Justin Turner is going to bat. Dodgers lead this one 2-1 to one with all the walks and not a lot of hits and not a lot of strikes coming away from the San Diego Padres. Uh, we'll have more coming up in 90 seconds, but first... Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. I'm an ass, man. Yep. Live from the Geico Studios. 
And uh, it says here the home plate umpire for tonight's Dodgers-Padres game, uh, which the Padres have walked nine, uh, 10 Dodger batters in six innings and thrown 73 strikes and 73 balls. It says Angel West. Mike, I don't know who that is. Is Angel West somebody <laughs> new? I don't, I don't know who that is. <laughs> Gotta love it. <laughs> uh, it is, it is, is, is not Angel Hernandez. It is, it is not uh, Joe West umpiring tonight's game. Uh, Lance but it could Barrett. be. It could be. It could be. Lance Barrett takes off his face like it's Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible, and it's, oh, it is Angel Hernandez. Oh, terrific. That's great. Uh, we're going to go live the Dodgers with the lead over the Padres right now, 5-1 as the Padres bat in the top of the seventh. Yeah, we're going to go get live. Get them on, the get them over, get them in. We actually yeah, saw a small ball enacted by the Dodgers. Uh, <laughs> everybody get resuscitated off that one. Cause, you have uh, no choice when you have 10 walks and two hits you got to play small i'm just saying though like that is out of character for pretty much any team in major league baseball but most certainly your los angeles dodgers goodness uh so that's where this game sits right now top of the seventh inning we're gonna go live to the bubble in orlando coming up in 10 minutes for all the latest on the lakers huge game four victory is lebron the mvp is ad the mvp but we spent a lot of time talking about anthony davis and and for lebron who is putting up stats in this NBA Finals that are otherworldly. Just for a second, you want to know the difference between players like LeBron, or between LeBron, and players like Harden and Westbrook and Giannis, okay? Watch in big moments or times when LeBron wants to set the tone for a game. Just It's just one thing to watch from him. Watch what he does after he gives up the ball during a possession. Right now, sometimes it's to set the tone, sometimes at the end of games. Watch what he does. What does he do? He's always moving without the ball or getting to a spot where he can be a threat. He can get the ball back. He can make a play. It's not always cutting to the basket, but he's always moving to get to a spot, and that opens things up for the offense to whoever he winds up passing the ball to. A couple of times we saw tonight getting the ball to KCP late in the game. He was able to clear out. KCP gets a path to the basket, and he gets a huge layup with about a minute and a half left to go. What happens when James Harden gives up the ball in the shot clock? He just stands there, and he, he, and he tries becomes, to catch his breath for whatever he just stand, he's too he's tired. Give you All right. Same thing with Westbrook, and I see Giannis do that so many times. But if they give up the ball in a possession, they're not going to get it back, and they just stand around, and they become somebody that their defender just has to stand two feet from them, and they know, okay, good, we got the number one player on the team is is out of this play, and he's not going to make a play because either he's tired or he's done. I gave the ball up. I'm not going to do anything to either make the play better or to try to get the ball back, and that's what LeBron does, and you can see it, and you see all the other guys, plenty of them just stand around, and you You wonder why LeBron is on the cusp of championship number four and the other guys are all looking to break through. It's just one thing that LeBron does, but it's a really big deal because it's so easy. You see the Rockets, for instance, their possession is just bogged down at the end when Harden just gives up the ball and says, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, I'm just going to stand here and watch you dribble and then take a shot. Or, Or with Giannis or with some other players, you see it happen so many times. And LeBron opens things up for the rest of his team. And even if he doesn't get the ball back, it doesn't matter. He's still okay. He's doing something, and we have to keep an eye on him. We can't always flow our defense away because he may be doing something. When you see guys like Harden and Giannis, they'd stop and you go, okay, yeah, they're done. They're they're, they're done. They're not doing anything. This is where the play is now for the last six or seven seconds on the shot clock. Yeah, I mean, as we've watched this series develop and over the course of the season, I mean, having a guy like AD on board uh, certainly helps LeBron pick his spots 
a little bit, right? Conserve some energy. We saw him hang out beyond the three-point arc uh, a little bit more tonight. Or there were a couple times where it looked like he was gassed, um, and then he took a couple of bad shots. But all in all, it, it's it's amazing to watch the guy move uh, at this age. Everybody expects me to go all Chicago honk as it is the anniversary. You know, we talk about Michael Jordan and the retirements and whatever else. Man, it's just amazing to the pressure he puts on you with every possession. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome. This is why LeBron is LeBron. And everybody else is everybody else. We're going to the bubble coming up next. Keep it here, Fox. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts do you love selena like really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.